The Chicago White Sox had an off day, a day to lick their wounds and perhaps simply get away from the game. Uh, This is the last week of April and there's a lot of baseball left. Hopefully the Sox can recharge, refocus and finish the month strong. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked On White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Want to talk about this upcoming series with the Royals. Uh, Also, I'm going to tell you how some bad statistics uh, are almost too good to be true. Uh, But first, I'm upset Uh, You're upset. Uh, What are the players and coaches saying about this White Sox team? Uh, State of the Sox, uh, Sox are six and nine. They are in third place in the AL Central. Um, I'm still in disbelief uh, after what happened on Sunday this past weekend, the last seven games. Uh, I've been reading a lot of articles and uh you know, some of the things that the players are saying and the coaches are saying, trying to make sense of how the team has been playing, uh, how individuals are performing and and what has happened to this club that just it seemed like just a few days ago, we're six and two and all things going well. Uh, reading a little bit uh, in The Athletic uh, by uh, James Fegan, who does such a fabulous job covering the White Sox and Uh, Tim Anderson had several quotes about uh, kind of the recent struggles. Uh, This is what Anderson had to say uh, in that athletic article. We've been here before. It ain't really too much to say. Everything happened right in front of us. We've just got to keep playing. The game is going to keep coming and we've got to keep playing. We'll grind out of it. Uh, Hopefully we can get back into positive vibes when we get back home. It is what it is. We can't really do anything about it. It already happened. Um, That's from Tim Anderson. Uh, Yes, it is all over. I I really, you know, uh, this was a much needed day off on Monday. I Traditionally, I cannot stand when there are nights and days without White Sox baseball, Uh, but the team needed it. Fans just, it felt like needed to just step away after what has gone on. And I think, yeah, of course, it's important to get away from the game, uh, reflect, hopefully. And, yeah, you can't do anything about what's happened. But hopefully, uh, you know, you can strategize and game plan and set yourself for for success uh, in the future. Uh, This is what uh, Lucas Giolito said, who, by the way, had just an outstanding game on Sunday. It, It wasn't the flashy, great numbers. But, hey, it was his first start back. 
Uh, he got into some jams, got out of some jams. I thought that was a bright spot. This is what Giolito has said. I think it's a good time for everyone to get away and clear their heads a little bit. Uh, and, you know, you can't say it any better than that. You know, do something different maybe, uh, change things up. Um, and, and this is coming from a guy that, you know, has kind of been away from the game. Uh, for a little while. I'm sure he, he obviously was with the team and watching and following along, but uh, it's such a different beast when you're in the game uh, mentally, physically, all that stuff. Uh, I, I thought he, you know, he did a, a pretty good job on Sunday. It's something to build off of. That's for sure. Uh, now we get to some of the Tony LaRusa quotes. Um, and, and this is what Tony said in the James Fegan athletic article. It's not enough to say you played your hearts out. Uh, in this league, you've got to. Uh, there are certain executions. We did some things, but not enough of them, and we got beat. It's a tough loss. A couple times we were set up to win, and we didn't. But we all shared in it. Final score with the whole road trip. We're all a part of it, and we'll all wear it. Uh that was Tony LaRusa. This is the man that was handpicked by Jerry Reinsdorf after being out of the dugout for a decade and, and forced down our throats as fans. This is the man that with the sage wisdom, the three World Series rings, uh, he's surely going to clean things up. He knows how to handle a bullpen. He can manage the fundamentals. Um, it, it's, it's just not going their way. Uh, the base running, the errors. Uh, you know, TLR's reasoning for not simply walking Buxton to load the bases uh, on Sunday was because Arise was on deck. You've, I'm sure you've read these articles. You've, you've listened to these sound bites. Uh, Buxton had already homered in the game. And, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm letting Hendricks go ahead and go after uh, Arise. I'm not pitching to Buxton if I have got a base open. He is a hot hitter. I know Arise is no slouch, man. He was swinging the bat well. He's dangerous. He's he's bitten us before. But I'm letting, you know, uh, my closer of the year go after Arise. Uh, but Hendricks is not the same reliever uh, as he was at the end of the season or even at this time last year. And we'll get into more numbers uh, in this episode. You know, Larusa is not throwing the pitches. He's not taking the net bat. He's not running the bases. Uh, but it starts with him, and and it's his lineups, his in-game decisions. I'm still trying to wrap my head around Larusa hitting Garcia third for two games while in Cleveland. The justification behind it, I don't get. Um, this is we're we're once again in a situation where we have to rely on Tony Larusa to help guide this team through injuries through poor play and you know it, it happened we we stayed afloat uh, but then you know the postseason came crashing down um we expect more and I, i'm you know i'm a little confused more than confused uh this past week and the questioning of what does tony larusa do for your white Sox team what does he bring that another manager can't bring I don't know if I can answer that right now. And I, maybe maybe you're struggling with it too as a fan. Um, I, I don't know what he what he brings because he was supposed to be uh, this manager that was going to you know tighten things up, that we were not going to be this sloppy. And I know, again, it's April. There's injuries, sure. But this, is, this goes beyond that. 
there's something going on and it's got to get cleaned up. I mean, players know it. Um, it's, it's obvious, right? Uh, but you got to make changes. Here's uh, Andrew Vaughn um, in the article. Uh, this is his quote. I was actually talking to Josh Harrison about it. Jay Hay has been around the game for a long time. He was like, hey, man, this happens. It happens to almost every team. Guys go through it, and it just happens to be kind of everybody right now. We're just going to keep pushing. Uh, that was Andrew Vaughn getting advice from Josh Harrison, who due to a few different injuries has only played in eight games this year and has three hits. Uh, now, now let's get into the guy that I was really interested to read about. Uh, thank you to Lamont Pope of the Chicago Tribune. Really interesting articles. He talked to Frank Menachino, our hitting coach. Been wondering what's on this guy's mind uh, with our offensive woes. And this is what Frank Menachino had to say. Right now, the mental game is beating us. The mental part of the game is beating us down, Menachino said before Sunday's game. Okay, And that can't happen because when you're not getting hits and not scoring runs and you start taking your bats to the field, that's not good. All of a sudden, runners are in scoring position. You hit the ball hard and you don't get a hit. And now the snowball effect starts happening. You've got to pull yourself together mentally first before you get out of this. You've got to take one at bat at a time. You've got to be able to separate yourself from the results. Quality at bats, get back into it. But mentally, you've got to get back into the grind. You've been able, you've got to be able to get to work. You've got to start making adjustments. And that takes the mental part of the game. Um, Pope uh, made a point of mentioning in the article that the Sox entering Sunday uh, were slashing 189, 245, 302 in their last 11 games. That is absolutely horrible. More from Menachino. A lot of guys, when it's cold out, they don't want to get jammed. They don't want to, uh, to get a hit off the end of the bat. So now they're altering their swings, and you just can't do that. Uh, you're getting slider guys. You try to pull them. You've got no chance, he said. But when you're not feeling good and you're trying to do too much, the normal thing for hitters to do is, I want to get a head out. I want to feel hard contact. I want to barrel the ball. And the natural evolution to that is to think pull when it's the opposite. We've got to stay up the middle the other way. That's what has to happen or it's going to stay like this. The Sox rank 29th in the majors, folks. With 33 walks, entering Monday, they were 13th in the AL in runs, 12th in batting average, and last in on-base percentage. You have to be more selective, and you have to plan for what they're doing to you, Menachino went on to say. You've got to make adjustments. We have to make the adjustment now of what the other teams are doing to us, and that starts where? Menachino uh, pointed to his head. Mentally, he said, take your base hits, base hit them to death. The Cubs scored 21 runs on Saturday, one home run. Uh, we have the ability to do that. We did it last year. I have some stuff I'm going to start focusing on with these guys, but we have to come mentally prepared. I cannot wait to see what Menachino draws up. The fact that he's referencing that it could be just a bunch of base hits is troubling to me, uh, but we will see very soon in this Kansas City series what Menachino spent his off day working on. I'm going to break down some numbers and tell you how bad things are for the Sox in just a moment.
Hey, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Talking Lucas Giolito, he had a great game on Sunday. Uh, didn't get him the win, obviously. BetOnline has got the over-under on total wins for the 2022 regular season for Lucas Giolito at 12.5. Maybe you want to go over and make a bet on that. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Now podcast, recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, taking fans through the season like no other network, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so let's get into some numbers. Uh, spent, you know, some time without White Sox baseball, crunching some numbers, going over stats, trying to compare where the Sox are right now uh, to where they are or where they were last year in 2021 at this time, maybe where they are against other teams. Uh, currently, of course, Sox are six and nine with a minus 18 run differential through 15 games in 2021. The Sox had a plus 13 run differential uh, record last year. After 15 games, uh, the Sox were seven and eight. The Sox were 14 and 11 at the end of April last year, and they had a plus 29 run differential. The 2021 White Sox were never more than two games under 500 the entire season. And the farthest back they ever were in the division was two and a half games. Uh, the White Sox hit 265 in April of 2021 as a team that was fourth in all of baseball. Uh, currently, the Sox are hitting 214 as a team right now. Um, Mancada, Mancada, we're missing Mancada. A lot of people have pointed to Mancada as a, a reason why the offense is, is struggling. Uh, in April last year, Mancada hit 275, slugged 417, and had three home runs. That, those would be some nice numbers to plug into third base. A um, little bit of pitching information. The Sox currently with a team ERA of 4.08. Uh, I'm sorry, at the end of last year, uh, their team uh, ERA, 4.08. The Sox uh, sitting around that same amount. Uh, now, the longest losing streak last year was five games for the Sox. The Sox haven't lost seven straight, which they're sitting on right now, since the end of the 2019 season. So as I just mentioned, you know, there's some discussions uh, around, well, you know, we're without so many players. Uh, Crochet never even got to see what he could do for this White Sox team. We're yet to wait for a guy like Joe Kelly that, you know, we signed and picked up to help the bullpen. Haven't seen what Makata has been able to do. Um, you know, obviously we've been out with Roberts missed. Uh, hopefully we get him back in, in with this Kansas city series. Uh, no Jimenez for a couple months. Uh, Pollock's been in and out Harrison, you know, our big second base pickup. This was our big free agent pickup. 
at second base. Has had two different injury issues. We don't know when he's coming back. Hopefully it is in the Kansas City series. But here are, here are some numbers. Uh, go, told you what Mankata did uh, last April, which those are those are really good numbers. 247, slugging 417 with three home runs. Would love to have that in this offense. Here's what you're missing with Lynn. Um, Lynn in April last year, he had three starts. He went one and one with a .92 ERA and had 27 strikeouts. So yeah, those numbers would play. Those numbers would sit real well with guys like Cease, Kopech, and even Giolito, despite some of his injuries. How about that bullpen? If it feels like things have just crumbled and collapsed with our bullpen lately, it's because it has. The numbers tell us, you know, aside from a few guys, you know, Graveman, he was he was lights out and he had a tough road trip. Everybody had a tough road trip. Uh, Liam Hendricks, boy, I, I can't figure this guy out. I don't think he can figure himself out right now. Uh, in April of last year, he had a record of one and0 with an ERA of 435, 17 strikeouts and five saves and 10 appearances. Currently, Liam Hendricks has a record of 0 and two with an ERA of 6.14, 12 strikeouts and four saves and seven appearances this month. Your closer, okay, on a team that you're looking to contend for a World Series has an ERA of 6.14. Not good, not good at all. And he can't get pitches that he wants over right now. There's a lot of talk on social media that he might be uh, tipping his pitches still. Um, I mean, what he threw to Buxton was just center cut and Buxton looked like he knew what was coming several pitches in advance and he absolutely crushed it. Um, that out pitch, that nasty South side slider Hendricks isn't, he can't get it going. He can't get any of his breaking stuff. It, it he just doesn't look right. And it did look like he, he t- it tweaked something in his back and Larusa commented on it. Uh, and the uh, and the post game and in the off day, I read about that. He was getting some treatment uh, after the game on Sunday. Something with a back issue. Hopefully, you know, hopefully he's he's not a long term situation. But maybe he needs a couple days off. I mean, he had six days off, and then he pitched on Saturday, and then threw on Sunday. Is, is the tweak back the result of just kind of sitting around and not getting in game action? I don't know. Uh, another guy that is a head scratcher that we're all confused about is Aaron Bummer. Uh, 2021, April, last year at this time, uh, Bummer had a record of 0-1 with an ERA of 2.35, nine strikeouts and 10 appearances. Uh, fast forward to this year, what we're currently witnessing from Aaron Bummer, he's got an ERA right now of 7.50, 11 strikeouts, and one save in seven appearances this month. Aaron Bummer looks all kinds of out of sorts. Uh, it's just not the same uh, pitcher. Garrett Crochet, who we're missing, um, much like Mankata, we've never gotten to have that experience. The same thing with Lynn. Uh, we're not going to see Gro- Crochet at all this season, but this is what we're missing from Garrett, Gre- Garrett Crochet in the bullpen. Crochet last April 2021 had a record of 0-2 with an ERA of 1 and 8 strikeouts and 8 appearances. So yeah, that would be really nice to have that in the bullpen uh, right now with this uh, White Sox team. 
Even though Dallas Keuchel is on the mound tonight uh, to kick things off against the Kansas City Royals, I'm going to tell you why the Sox have a great chance to get back in the win column. I'm going to get to that in just a moment. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stack all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business, serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now, and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. So one of the guys that we forgot to mention, I, I did kind of talk a little bit about him in terms of confusion with all of the Tony LaRussa lineups and changing things around all. There's really no consistency with these lineups, and I get it. There's been some injuries. But putting uh, the legend, Lurie Garcia, in the three-hole and then even in the second spot made no sense to me. The reasoning behind it um, had really no backbone to it. Uh, let's give you an update on Lurie, the legend. Garcia is four for 41 on the start of this year, hitting 0-9-8 uh, with one extra base hit on the season. He struck out uh, 10 times. If you think about last year, what are we missing from the legend? Uh, Garcia batted 207 with 12 hits, seven RBIs, and 10 runs scored in 18 games last April. Uh, I'll take 207. Uh, that is better than 0 .098, which Lurie Garcia is currently hitting. And yes, you heard me correct. Uh, Tony Larusa penciled him into the three spot in several games this past road trip. Kansas City comes to town for a three-game set. Uh, our Sox are back at home. Uh, let's let you in on what the White Sox did against the Royals in 2021. Sox were 9-10 and 10 against the Royals. They were the only team that the Sox had an under 500 record against in the AL Central. Uh, the Royals uh, also had an off day on Monday and are coming into the game sitting in the bottom of the Central at 5-9. and nine. Kansas City's offensive numbers are pretty similar to ours, as are their pitching numbers. The guy to look out for, uh, Bobby Witt Jr., Kansas City Royals, uh, really high on this guy. Infielder playing a lot of third base, 22 years old, made his debut uh, this year. Uh, watch out for this guy. Uh, he is supposed to be electric, and of course, the Royals are all kinds of excited about him. Game one uh, tonight, Keuchel versus Lynch. Game is at 6-10 on the south side. Uh, Keuchel in two games uh, this year, six innings pitched, 16 hits, 10 earned runs. Opponents are hitting 432 off of Dallas, and Keuchel's ERA is at 15. Uh, Dallas Keuchel had an 0-3 record with an ERA of 6.60 and nine strikeouts in three appearances against the Royals in 2021. One. Here's the good news. That, that's bad stuff. 
I, I don't have a lot of hope with Dallas Keuchel on the hill. I really don't. But who the Royals are throwing, uh, Daniel Lynch is throwing against the Sox on Tuesday. He's got a 5-4-0 ERA in two starts uh, over 10 innings this year. And this, uh, this is where it gets really interesting. The Sox feasted on Daniel Lynch last season. Uh, Lynch had a 1-2 and two record with an ERA of 16.20, uh, 10 strikeouts, and three appearances versus the White Sox in his rookie season last year. He's a lefty. The White Sox like to feast on lefties. Last season in three games, the Sox hit 410, had an OPB of 479, and slugged 821. They had four home runs. I like those numbers. If there was ever a guy to be on the mound for the Sox to break out of this slump, it's Daniel Lynch, a lefty. I'm hoping this day off uh, clears some cobwebs in the Sox and their bats for work on Tuesday. Uh, thanks for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the podcast everywhere. Uh, find us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at LockedOnSox. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GG TB. Really appreciate you making Lockdown White Sacks your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Lockdown MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, just call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you find your podcast. Coming up on the next episode, have the Sacks broken the streak? And did they get back into the win column? I'll have that next time. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox.